This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going, guys? Back with another podcast episode. Again, as always, I'm energetic, I'm motivated, I'm excited to produce another episode. Season 3, episode 14, Relentless Success. I got a lot of exciting things coming, guys, before I get into the episode with Relentless Success. Um, I'm, I'm so excited to, I, I'm not going to say anything yet, but um, I definitely have a, a cool guest coming on. There's going to be some changes, uh, intro, outro sounds, I think is going to be more ca- um, catchy. Uh, I got, I'm outsourcing that. I'm finding someone currently with that and um, getting some new art for the podcast, which is going to be super dope. So uh, I'm super excited for all the future stuff that's coming ahead. Um, just know that I'm, I'm grinding, I'm working on the podcast. I'm really trying to make it better and better and get better and better guests. It's a process, guys. The people that are with me now and like are loyal and keep on listening, I appreciate you so much. Seriously, Um, I'm glad I'm helping you. Uh, It's always great to hear back and feedback. If you guys want to message me through my Instagram or my um, phone number, if you DM me, I can give you it and we can talk and chat. So yeah, diving right into the episode, Relentless Success. And I think this is amazing because it's going to kind of go with my experience of podcasting ever since I've started it. It has really been relentless success. You have to be relentless in order to succeed, really. And um, being called the relentless college entrepreneur, I chose that for a reason. I knew with everyone that's told me things, Gary Vee, all these cute guys that have wisdom and they've done it, they've made it, uh, and them giving wisdom to everyone and free of knowledge. And I knew he, Gary always talks about, he's like, you got to work your face off and you got to get used to getting one to two likes every post. And it's going to take that one post to blow up. And then you have a huge, another audience, and then you have another guest on, and then you're getting spread around. I honestly have, gotten way more views. We're almost at, um, we've already gone over th- uh, 3,000 views at this point because I was with Podbean and now I'm with Anchor. That's the distribution channel that I'm working with. I had about 1.5K views on Podbean and then I have 1.8 on Anchor, which has definitely gone up in views because I've had Anchor in a short amount of time. So we're over 3K views on the podcast, which is just insane. So um, it's just relentless, you know? Like, I definitely don't want to get too much off topic. I know um, it's stuff I'm trying to fix. I've gotten some feedback with that. So I'm really trying to stick to the topic just with relentless success, though. And that's that's why I'm giving that example. Like, from the get-go and the beginning, like, getting... Uh, it was like 11 views and then it was like 15 views. I'm not going to lie. I started off pretty good and a lot better than I thought it was. I I got like a handful. I got like 10 and then I got 20 and then 30 and like it kept on going up and it went all the way up to a hundred. Well, actually I think my most listened to podcast was 360. Actually, no, it was like closer to 500 ish, uh, views on just one podcast, which was insane. And, um, that was an episode with Julia Christ. So it's getting out there and getting guests on the show. And it's like, 
getting their information out, but also helping them as well. It can't just be a one-sided type of ordeal. And it's just being relentless. Like you have to stay on top of it. I'm, you have to be used to not getting likes. You got to be used to not getting the sales when you start off. Like you got to be used to this stuff because I went in knowing that this was going to happen. I've seen so many things time after time. Someone starts, oh, this is my thrifting store. This is my thrifting page. This is my this. This is my that. And then people won't stick with it. They they go in thinking that they're going to get, I don't know, like right off the bat, a bunch of followers and a bunch of views. And they don't market right. They don't sell themselves right. Maybe they just don't have good content and they just don't know it. Or maybe like they aren't selling themselves right. There's so many factors that go into it. And a lot of it has to deal with patience. And that's with relentless success. You have to be patient through the process and journey and respect it and honor it. There, there, I can't tell you how many times I, I the thought passed my mind, is the podcast worth it? Is it really, truly going to be worth my time and the viewer's time? And every time I came back to it, because um, I say this all so much, I, I don't make money off this. So it's like, I'm like, I'm giving things for free and it's harder to get people to listen. But the thing about it is it's also helping me. I'm gaining knowledge, although I'm not getting money. I'm getting something more than money, knowledge. I'm able to share with people and I'm able to just pay it forward to people and help them learn. So that's with the podcast. And I keep on coming back to that, but it's like this relentless success. And that's within my name. I'm like, it wouldn't be so relentless if I quit now, would it be? Like, uh, I just have to learn and adapt. Uh, and people have given me feedback. They're like, your podcasts have gotten way better over time. Here's some more things you could fix. And another big one is like just staying focused. Um, I got to stay focused on my topic. Sometimes I go off topic, but in reality, sometimes I give examples and I think that are worth the time. Maybe they're not to other people, but um, from my feedback, it's it's a mixed comment. So it's like just staying relentless through it all. And I, I love giving this podcast and telling you guys my journey and stuff through this, but it's like you can use this example to whatever you're going to do. If you're creating a business, if you're creating um, a food, new in, uh, food business, you're selling food, you're, or you're thrifting or whatever your business is, there's so many different business ideas, or you're thinking of making a podcast, or you're thinking of becoming a social influencer, or you're becoming a TikTok, or whatever it may be, just know that in the beginning, right off the get-go, that you aren't owed anything from anyone, and you're going to have to work your butt off to get a couple views or a couple likes, or whatever it may be, you're starting a YouTube channel, it's hard as hell to do this, it really is, and it's it's really being relentless through the entire process, and I don't want to get repetitive, so I'm going to talk about some things I wrote down, to make your dreams come true, you need to be comfortable with moving past your fears, it was very fearful coming out on a podcast, and having my voice, uh, just wisdom, my thinking, all this stuff uh, out for the world to hear, and people would be making, like, are they going to make fun of me? What's going to happen? And I, of course, had that that bad feedback that I, I can't do anything about, just like, oh, dude, your podcast kind of just sucks. Like, okay, tell, tell me how it sucks. How can I make it better? Like, you know, like, don't just say it sucks. If you want to be helpful, then help me out and tell me some good feedback. I'm always open to feedback. And that's something so crucial to relentless success is having having feedback and being coachable. 
I'm going to give an example of kind of like relentless success in a way that's not by podcast. I don't want to talk about that the whole time. I, I just turned in a final project for uh, my environmental natural environmental class, whatever it was. I can't remember the name of it, but I just finished my final project and we had, everyone had to grade each other's final project. I made the boldness to get on. Everyone was just doing audio and on their presentation, but I got on, I showed my face. I was talking to people. Um, I was trying to present my slides and then people gave feedback and you know, it was actually really good. And it reminded me, I actually tailored some of that because I'm like, okay, I do get a little off topic and sometimes I get so much off topic that I don't even really talk about what I want to talk about. It's kind of like talking about these other things on the side and I need to stay more focused. So that's why I like the feedback and it's kind of funny. Some might be thinking, well, that's kind of happening now. You're getting away from the relentless thing, uh, relentless success. But when it gets down to it, like I got to describe these examples in order to um, make you understand and really clearly understand. Cause I feel like people, if you just skim the surface and you don't dig down, then you're going to have the problem of people not understanding and giving that true feeling of like what it feels like to have that relentless success and to be hungry every single day when you're getting one, two, three likes on your Instagram page. That's, I, I literally sometimes don't get a single like on my post, but I keep it up. It's shipping the ship in the linchpin, uh, a book I read. It's shipping the ship. Although it might not be the most perfect content, it's shipping the ship. You got to put content content out constantly. You never know when it's going to be that one big bang that gives you a little ignite. It's not going to get you to a million followers or a million listeners overnight, but it's going to be that one click and then it's going to start rolling a little bit better. And then it's going to keep on doing the thing. You won't have a couple clicks every now and then, but then you have another one and then you'll keep on building. And that's how you get this snowball effect. And that's why I've been trying to push having guests online and you can tailor it to whatever way you want to have this relentless success within your job, within creating a YouTube channel, thrift store, whatever you want to do, Instagram page for whatever you're selling. You just got to be relentless and you have to be hungry through this entirety of you just got to know going in that you, you don't, no one owes you nothing. And it's going to be hard when it, I can't describe how hard it is getting one to two likes and being like, man, was this just not good enough? It's like, no, I just got to keep on shipping the ship. Got to go, 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 go. Uh, and you got to be producing content. And, um, I know I'm going to once a week now, but, um, I'm really trying to push when I go back to school, possibly twice a week. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the future has for us. I'm trying to get a guest on every single week and then just some advice from my readings and stuff like that. Uh, motivation, business, and just being relentless, going after your dreams, right? And uh, I, I, I definitely think that pushing yourself past your fears is going to make you relentless at the end of the day. You just have to. I came out to California and I know I give these examples over and over and it can be a little repetitive, but just hear me out. Uh, dreams really will come true if you push fears past you. I've always wanted to live in California and it was scary. I was like all this stuff passing my head. I'm like, am I going to really do this? It, like, this is really scary. I'm moving to a state without family, no one near me, new friends, no everything. And it turned out to be amazing. Uh, I've learned so much within the industry and I've learned so much with customer service. So I'm glad I did that. And it's moving me forward with my dreams. Another thing I wrote down that I want to talk about is having the passion to realize your dreams requires great commitment. And that's been like what we've been talking about. Having that great commitment. It's like, 
I can't tell you how much it's so hard to describe that this commitment has to be so far past. It took me like a couple weeks to start this podcast. I was researching, I was doing all this stuff and it was before I even put out a single word, single piece of content before I released everything. I made sure that I, what I was doing, I, I, you don't have to make everything perfect, but just realize you have to take a surplus amount of commitment in order to make it work. I've been doing this for probably around, man, I think around six to eight months. I don't know the exact date, but uh, six to eight months. And my average listen to right now, I think is around 50 to 60 views per podcast episode, which is awesome. Amazing. It's grown. It really has. It started with 10. We double, we have not even, I don't know. You can't even say like quadruple, tripled, uh, six times what we were having in the beginning. And some episodes have more than others and some have less than others. That's just a part of the journey and you have to stay with it. And I have a great commitment because I've gotten that feedback. People have like, you know what? Like you really do have good advice. A good friend of mine just gave me a text message, made my day. And he was like, dude, I really liked your, your last one, and I could really relate to it, and I could tell you're super passionate about what you're doing. Um, I, I I really relate to what you said, and that's what the whole thing is, becoming vulnerable to everyone out in the audience to say, you're not the only one. I'm going through it too. This person's going through it too. Everyone goes through these problems, and I want to address it, describe how I go through it, uh, how other people go through their journey, how I've researched and figured out ways to better your life and become more efficient, productive, and just to get that motivation. Another thing I want to say is in order to get closer to your dreams, you have to overcome your fears and keep challenging yourself. And this really isn't, uh, I know I kind of talked about this and I just want to say that uh, I don't want to make this repetitive, but what I do want to say is that you have to keep on challenging yourself through these fears. And that's how you become a bigger, better person. And that's how you get happier in life. It's scary. It's daunting doing things that you've never done before. I'm sure people getting an internship, a real job, uh, living on their own for the first time, going to college, starting high school. There's all these fears that all of us have had. If not, if we haven't had them yet, you're going to probably have them in the future. There's many fears. I'm sure you could close your eyes right now and think of many fears. Maybe some you've turned away from. Maybe you've took some you've taken head on. But it's overcoming these fears head on. And sometimes it's really hard. Like, um, I I've had a problem with budgeting. Just California is so expensive and I have to overcome my fear of not having money. Uh, that's one, a tough one to say. Cause I always talk about investing smart and I do have money in the stock market and in crypto. Uh, I, I, I just don't talk about having money and like, I've never been boastful. I talk about all this stuff and yet I'm not really broke. I'm in college, but I mean, I make 16 an hour and I work 40 hours a week and have to pay my rent back home, my utilities. I got, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really am an adult now. Like I pay for everything and it just, I talk about all this stuff and, um, I do do it like having an e-fund, having budgeting, but it's harder to budget. And I'm facing that fear now. Okay. I only live once. I, I had an opportunity to come to California and I'm sure there's an example you can give to yourself where you've got yourself in a pickle. I had myself in a pickle because I thought I would be able to save way more money this summer um, than what I have been because 
honestly, it's not that I haven't been smart with my money. It's just adult things. I have to pay rent back home, my home um, where I go to college. Muncie, I got to pay utilities still. That's like a hundred plus dollars a month, just utilities I don't use over there. And I have to pay for Wi-Fi here. I mean, I get my apartment uh, paid for, which if they didn't, I, I literally would be homeless. <laughs> well, not homeless. Like I, I, well, actually, yeah, I wouldn't be able to afford where I'm living right now. So luckily they do. But it's like, I'm giving you this example that, um, and being very vulnerable right now, I know people are like, oh, you, you're so smart with money. No, I know what to do with money, but I'm in a spot right now where I can't necessarily do that. So I'm giving advice to people who can do it. And people would might say, that's kind of hypocritical, Hunter. Like, why? I'm giving advice because I know what to do after I leave college. And I, at this moment, I, I'm doing summer classes. I'm door dashing. I'm hustling. I'm selling. Uh, I'm thrifting. I'm selling things. I'm staying committed. Like, I literally wake up in the morning, work out, go to work, grind right when I come back doing podcasts, school, thinking of ideas, thrifting, posting my stuff. Like, I'm always doing stuff. And, uh, Sometimes it's hard. It's like looking at your bank account. You're like, damn, I work so darn hard. And just to see that I know it's all going to be worth it, though. This is one hell of an investment that I'm doing. And it's the overall picture to being relentless. That's the overall picture of being relentless. It's like you got to face your fears through this. To be a better self-critic, distant yourself from your work so you can take a fresh perspective. And I think that's been hard for me. And I've been able to get better at that is like just taking a better perspective and really opening yourself out and seeing, okay, if I was in someone else's shoes, how would they think if I did this? Trying to change your mindset on that so you can become more relentless and come better at what you're what become more resilient or relentless at what you're doing. Your inner critic can work with you rather than against you. So use it to your best ability to become a good self-critic of yourself and to better yourself. No one's perfect. I got graded by many people and I thought I would have an amazing grade on my final project and I didn't end up having, I mean, it wasn't a bad grade. It really wasn't at all. Uh, it's just not what I'm used to. And I, some of the things that people said, I was like, ah, I don't really agree with that, but it's like, you know what? I have to, some people just didn't listen to it. They're like, oh, you didn't cite your sources. And I'm like, they must have not listened to it because I I went back and I listened and I cited every one of my sources. So it's like, you know, these feedbacks, it's really hard sometimes to take feedback, especially when like I'm reading, I'm always learning, I'm always doing stuff. To take feedback from someone else that m might not be as knowledgeable on the topic or have as much experience with presenting or whatever it may be, sometimes I like... I guess it is cockiness and just getting that out of the way, uh, pushing that aside and being like, okay, I accept your feedback, but some may not be the best and it's knowing to have that filter, what to listen to and what not to listen to. Sometimes the things you don't want to listen to is what you really need to listen to. So I always take everything in and try to resonate and think about it. And if it's not going to help me in the end, just throw it away. That's really going to help you be relentless in what you do. Reaching your dreams requires a healthy attitude toward success. Uh, and that's something I've been definitely treating with and I've been trying to get better with is having a healthy attitude toward success. Sometimes like when I'm trying to think of an, oh, I have an example right here uh, that I have is like a healthy attitude in going towards what you're doing. And for an example with me, 
sometimes at work, not just within the job I'm internship I'm doing, but, um, other jobs I've had, it's like, I haven't had the best attitude. Uh, usually I keep it really positive, but there's, everyone has those days where they're groggy and they're not the best. They're not who they are. And, but you have to have that healthy attitude and just remember what your purpose is and go after your dreams, you know, and be relentless. Like we're talking about now going after what you really want to do. At the end of the day, anyone can pursue their dreams. So start experimenting to expand your confidence. And I say this all so much. It's just like people don't have what it, not what it takes. That, that, that's what so many people think it, it comes down to. I don't have what it takes to do this. I don't. No, it is that you don't have the effort to put into it. You got to put effort. You got to be consistent. You got to be relentless. Like I said, that's the whole perspective of this podcast is being relentless in what you do. Anyone can pursue their dreams. Anyone can go after their dreams, but it's being relentless and understanding that it's not going to be perfect, that it's, you're not going to be an overnight success. There's no such thing. And if there is, the percent chance is so, so astronomically low, you have no idea. That doesn't happen. Overnight successes, for the most part, don't happen. There's, of course, rare circumstances, but you shouldn't do that because most people don't look forward to having that overnight success. It takes that grind, that grit, and just being overall relentless in what you do and being passionate so you can push forward forward and be relentless in what you do. If you're not passion, if you don't have that pillar or column, it's going to collapse. That's why I've been able to put up with this, not making any money, having a little bit of, uh, traction with it, but as well as not the traction I thought I saw, but I knew no matter what I would be continuing this podcast and I've been trying to, and I've been learning, I've been experimenting, like I said, and I've been learning. I made podcast cards that have a QR code. Oh my gosh, if I told you, I'm not even going to lie, I probably have spent over $500 on this podcast and I received zilch. I've received $0 from this podcast, which goes to show you really how relentless I am. I'm quite literally losing money making this. I'm giving my time away, but I'm also researching to get this information and reading a lot, reading books. I pay for books. Like that's the investment. That's a whole ideal behind this, this podcast, but it's being relentless that I know I'm going to achieve something. Maybe it's taking that risk that this could be worth it. Like my gear is probably, let's see, 50. all my gear right now, just my audio equipment, which is honestly really nice. It's probably around 250 300 which is on the expensive side especially for a beginner podcast but i knew i was going to stick with this so i wanted to have good audio in the beginning i also have the like i said the the my podcast cards those cost another like 30 bucks but the qr code they kind of scammed me on this which was terrible it was like try a trial and i signed up for a trial and it said like five dollars a month and then it like turned around and charged me like $90. It was like added fees. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hate this. But I spent another $90 on the QR code itself just to have that so people could scan it. And it's giving this thing out and it's being able to remarket yourself to become relentless. It's like I'm handing out my podcast cards. I'm door dashing. And when I, every door dash I get, I put one in their bag uh, for my card so they can scan the QR code. It's super easy and convenient for people to do that. And I know, and I have gotten listeners from that. 
I went through the drive-thru of Del Taco for people from the Midwest because a lot of people listen from the Midwest. Del Taco is kind of a Western thing. I don't think it's in other southern states. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But in Indiana, we definitely don't have Del Taco or In-N-Out. But every time I go to, like I went to Del Taco because I've been grinding. Uh, I wasn't able to make food. So I had to go get something quick to eat. And I went to Del Taco. It's basically a, a better Taco Bell. <laughs> and I hate to say that. I love Taco Bell. But I gave a QR code. I gave a business card away. And he was able to scan it when uh, I gave it to him and he gave me my food and we exchanged. And I think he really, he was very interested. And I know my market after looking at my podcast, majority of it is going to be my target, target deep down group is going to be females that are within the college range. And although males do fall into that, but my deep down, my, my market customer from what I can tell from my statistics and everything I have from the podcast is a female that is within the ages of seven or 18 to 25 is the target market that I have. And I understand being entrepreneurial management, what I need to do and how to target towards that. And it's people that really need hungry motivation and someone to relate to. And so that's why I came up with Relentless. And I need to be relentless with this and I have to advertise. And that's a whole perspective. And some people are like, Hunter, you might've gotten a little bit off topic there. It all kind of adds up to itself and connects at the end. That's what I'm really trying to do. And some people might not, um, completely understand. And maybe I could be completely wrong, but it's again, experimenting. I'm trying to get better with my podcast. So feedback's always helpful, but putting it together, like my market survey basically is, I mean, my market group, I know what it is and I have to be relentless and like keep on going after it and researching and doing these things that I don't get paid for. And it's not like I, every time I come back, I'm like, and some people are like, Hunter, like you did this and you knew you weren't going to make money. I was like, yeah, that, that, that that's the whole idea. But long-term perspective, I'm going to be making money from this in some sort of way. And it's not necessarily the podcast itself with advertisements, maybe endorsements. It's not necessarily that, but it's getting my network up and giving people motivation and passion. It's bigger than money. You know, I'm, I'm really trying to have as many people at my funeral when that day comes and I really got to get after that. And some people are like, that's an odd way of motivation. And I know it is, but it really does feel me in a different way and make me relentless like the way I need to be. I know this is on the longer end of my podcast. I try to make them shorter so people can listen to, but I really do believe in this. And I think it's helping me giving my examples and what I've gone through so people understand what it takes to be relentless because people really don't know. And I'm in the middle of the stage of you want to make it. So like you, I, I know noticed people making apparel, they're like going to sell, they're going to set up a shop and you don't realize what it's going to take. A lot of people don't realize what it's going to take. Some people do it, don't know what the heck they're doing and really just kind of go with the flow and become an overnight, not overnight, but they eventually get successful with what they do. But becoming more knowledgeable before you start something is going to be crucial to your success and being relentless. And I think one of the most crucial things is being relentless, understanding that your venture might not get funded for a long time. You might have to get a, give a thousand pitches before you get someone to fork over $10,000 to invest into your company. It takes relentless. And that's coming from experience with the podcast. Like I've said, I don't want to repeat myself with that because I've talked about the podcast enough. So another thing that I want to talk about, and we're going to be coming towards the end. So I, I don't want to hold you much longer, but I think 
what I'm saying and what I've written down and what I've researched is very important to share my experiences as well with this podcast so people know whatever you're starting, whatever you're doing, if you want to take the risk to do something, hobby, whatever it may be to help other people, podcast, YouTube, whatever it is, store, business, creating, just know. I see over and over so many times people post stuff and then they never post again. And like they'll do a week or two and then they're like, uh, they don't, they're inactive. And they just didn't have what it takes. They weren't passionate. They were trying to make a quick buck. That's what comes at the end of the day. And you gotta be relentless in what you do. You have to be able to move through rejection and failing failing fast is what we always talk about in entrepreneurship fail fast get up go fail fast again go fast go so you got to keep on going and going and going like i have so many examples with that with rejection i did a rejection assignment with my entrepreneurship we went out and we were trying to get rejected i got rejected i went over to my roommate and i was like hey do you mind if you go to the store and buy me chicken and cook it said, hell no. And I was, I was laughing. I was like, I'm trying to get rejection. It's for a podcast. So I'm asking these outrageous things for people. And I asked this guy at a dealership and I feel like I've talked about this, but it was so long ago on the podcast. The, I, I went to a dealership and the guy at the dealership was like, yo, um, how can I help you today? And I was like, could I drive a Mustang GT that you have on the lot? And he looked at me and I said, um, I couldn't explain to him that it was an assignment at the time. So he looked at me like I was crazy and he was like, hmm. And we kind of got to chatting and stuff. And then he was like, I'll tell you what, when I get a used one in, I'll let you drive it. I was like, what? (laughs) He said, I can't do it with new because it puts miles on the car and it becomes less valuable to whoever's going to buy it. I'm like, okay, makes sense. So it's like failing and eventually getting an actual acceptance is what's crazy, but you have to be able to accept rejection. I got to know for many internships, uh, one I really thought I was going to get because I worked my butt off for it. I I thought we were having good conversation, the internship, uh, didn't get that. Uh, BSU, Ball State University, I actually got rejected. Uh, IU, I got rejected because of my SAT score. I was terrible at testing. I was terrible at score. And you know what's funny? I got a 4.0 this last semester. And it's like, kind of like I I showed you. And I had to retake the SAT and I got a way better score. But uh, Ball State accepted me. IU still rejected me. So I just went with Ball State. And then I applied at IU, Kelly School of Business for Entrepreneurship uh, last summer. And I actually got accepted. And I spent $60 and I have, uh, and I knew I wasn't going to go there because it's like they didn't really believe in me. But I understand they got to have, you got to be so smart to go to a certain school, whatever, and to keep their scores up. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, uh, I just got rejected by all these schools. I feel like an idiot. I really did. Uh, I think I got accepted. I was like, am I going to Ivy Tech? Am I that guy? I have a 3.4 GPA and I have a, my SAT score was an 980. And some people are like, wow, maybe you have an even worse one. But that basically is like going into it. And like, you probably have a better chance of like guessing and getting a better score. Not really. You start at 600 though. So I really didn't score that many points. I did so, I just wasn't good at it. And and it's so sad that I was judged off that, but I had to be relentless through this. And I don't want to get too much off track, but I'm explaining these things that I've gotten rejected and it took a lot to get through in order to get me through to go to college, to go to Ball State, to go for entrepreneurship. And now I have a 4.0 GPA this last semester. It's like I proved you wrong. I, I knew I had this and I invested so much time to do better. And it's so sad. I was judged off three hours of my time 
for a test instead of what I've done, which is a 3.4 GPA. And they didn't look at me working uh, every time I got off school, go home for an hour and then work the rest of the night for, as a lifeguard. And I would do this constantly over and over. They didn't care, like they didn't know that. They, they had no idea. They just saw a GPA and an SAT score reject. And that was the sad part about it. But I had to be relentless in order to get eventually accepted in a ball state. These small failures, it could be something so small, like uh, just small things that you fail at. Like I didn't wash dishes right. Uh, there's a stain here still, and it's frustrating. And it, that's that's really small. But there's so many smaller things that happen in a day-to-day basics. But we have to be able to fix and move forward. Those three words. Well, I guess that's four if you add and. But the more important words are three. Fix and move forward. And another thing I want to add to it, I think I might have actually gotten something here. Move, so you're going to start moving down the road, right? And it's going to be fail, fix, move forward. Fail, fix, move forward. Fail, fix, move forward. Fail, fix, move forward. And that's going to be repeating over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. You have no idea. It's going to be more times than you think that you're going to fail. But you learn, you fix, you adjust, you move forward. You take that feedback and you move forward. That's what you do. You have to be coachable and take that feedback in order to become relentless. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. I know it was a little bit longer, but I really got passionate and when I get passionate and the ball rolling and with my notes and everything that I have down and all the research I've done in books, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to I'm gonna take that time. And if you, if no one wants to listen to it, so be it. But uh, you got to be passionate about the work you do, right? Like I said. So I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And that's why I made this podcast. And I was able to make it so long with that passion and energy and being relentless like we talked about today. Again, I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode. I always look forward to feedback. If you can please give me feedback. Give me a review on whatever you listen on, whether it be Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, please give me feedback um, as well as rate the rate the podcast. That helps a lot. It really does help a lot. And share with friends and family because I really feel like I have a lot of good stuff and I'm passionate and motivated. That's going to help so many people if it just gets out there. And it really helps if you guys help spread the word. It really does. With that being said, cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Remember, fail, fix, move forward. Stay relentless. I'll see you on the next episode.